Security experts who are studying Stuxnet really think it required the resources of a nation state. It's been assassinations of nuclear scientists. Some human ass had to be involved. Spies. This is not your ordinary criminal doing this. This is someone bigger. The monster turned against its creators. And now everyone is in this game. Stuxnet came and gone. But still, it was a mystery for the whole world. Who is behind this virus? It is not possible for a random hacker to build a virus with this level of sophistication. Millions of dollars and years of hard work is required to build a virus like this. Intentions behind this attack were more dangerous than the Stuxnet itself. Stuxnet is more than a virus. To know who is behind Stuxnet, we have to understand how Iran got its nuclear missiles in the first place. Iran was under dictatorship since 1941 and the dictator was Mohammad Raja Shah. Shah was backed by United States. Under his regime, Iran was a friendly ally of US. And during this time, America gave Iran its first nuclear missile. US provided Iran with the technical know-how for developing a nuclear missiles program. In one way, we can say that Iran's hunger for nuclear missiles was in part because of America. They introduced Iran to the world of nuclear missiles. For a long time, US wanted to have a proxy in the Middle East, mainly to defend itself from the enemy countries in this region like Iraq and Afghanistan. You see, it's always better to have your enemy's neighbor as your friend and Iran was just that, a proxy for America. For some time, everything went good. During Shah's regime, Iran grew as a dominant power in the Middle East. But as the time passed, things started to change. Because of Shah's reckless spending and misusing of state funds, Iran was on the brink of collapse. In 1978, an uprising against Shah's regime has started and it became a revolution. This is popularly known as Iranian Revolution. And Shah was overthrown in Iranian Revolution and Ayatollah Khomeini became the new supreme leader of Iran. But unlike Shah, Khomeini was not ready to join hands with America. He didn't want any Western powers to have influence over his country. So Iran started distancing itself from US and US stopped its nuclear missile support to Iran as there is a possibility that these missiles can be used against them. America put strict restrictions and stopped any country from supplying inputs for nuclear missiles to Iran. Everyone thought that this is the end of Iran's nuclear program. Pakistan came for Iran's rescue. Pakistan secretly provided the blueprints and resources required for nuclear weapons program and Iran secretly started developing its nuclear missiles. In 2003, America invaded Iran's neighboring country, Iraq, and captured its leader, Saddam Hussein. This was the turning point. Iran has to protect itself, otherwise Iran will be the next in the list. This made Iran to further accelerate its nuclear missiles program. Now, your enemy's neighbor also become your enemy. And for America, there is nothing worse than that. Iran was rich with natural resources, including uranium, which is used in nuclear weapons. And Pakistan provided the blueprint for building nuclear missiles. Iran had the perfect ingredients to build the nuclear missile. And Natanz nuclear facility was at the center of the Iran's nuclear program. America was really worried of Iran's nuclear progress, but somewhere some other country was also worried and that country is Israel. Israel and Iran's relationship is complicated. 
there are many reasons for them to be enemies than to be friends in short they don't like each other both iran and israel are middle eastern countries and situated in a close proximity if iran want to attack israel it won't take longer and israel felt that threat you don't want your enemy to have a destructive weapon and if you have a option to stop them you will try it and israel did the same israel joined hands with america america and israel are good friends on religious and ideological grounds they are very well aligned they together wanted to do something to stop iran from developing nuclear missiles at that time israel was ready to bomb nataz nuclear facility but america was not really happy with that option america already had a bad reputation in middle east after their invasion of iraq and afghanistan if israel bombs iran it will lead to a war and a war between two nuclear powers is the last thing the world ever want if war broke out america will have to enter the war and save its friend israel so america stopped israel from bombing and they started searching for other alternatives to destroy iran's nuclear missiles program one day a group of intelligence officers from nsa show up at the white house and they had an idea which can help in destroying iran's nuclear missiles program and that option is to build a cyber weapon cyber weapons are very efficient you just have to build a sophisticated cyber weapon and it will carry on its attack by the time the victim discovers the attack the damage is already done so president bush went ahead and approved this project this project was named as olympic games it was a joint covert operation between america and israel olympic games objective is to build a cyber weapon to destroy iran's nuclear program this is the point of inception for the stuxnet as we know today us has a dedicated unit for cyber warfare called united states cyber command best of the intelligent minds from cyber command and israeli intelligence were selected to develop stuxnet by 2009 stuxnet was developed They even tested the Stuxnet code using an exact copy of centrifuges used in Nataz nuclear facility and the tests were successful. Now the big question is how are you going to send this virus into Nataz nuclear facility? It was not a easy task but when it comes to intelligence no one can beat US and Israel. Their spies are there in every country. Even some of the maintenance workers in Nataz were working for US. With their help America was able to find out those five companies which provide PLCs for Nathans and was able to infect nuclear facility with Stuxnet and rest of the story we all know but Stuxnet's objective was not to infect systems around the world its job was only to destroy centrifuges in Nathans but somehow this virus escaped Nathans nuclear facility and spread across the world even some systems in US were attacked by Stuxnet and no one had any clue that this was the cyber weapon built by their own government all this information regarding the project olympic games to build stuxnet was leaked through some of the classified documents of us government and through some honest confessions of the people who worked on this project to this day america and israel don't publicly acknowledge that stuxnet was planned by them finally who is right and who is wrong in the whole stuxnet story is a debatable question Stuxnet is the clear case of technology gone out of control. Maybe this is the only event in history where a weapon is used to destroy another weapon. Weapons are bad. There is nothing called as a good weapon. 
and those countries which try to gamble with them will bring nothing but destruction to the world stuxnet is the best example for that this is curious monk